Hi, how are you doing today? Without fairness, um, <laughs> I'm been actually having、uh, a very lazy 24 hours to a level where I think I almost. Well, I don't think I did almost finish a whole bag of Oreos, double stuffed, obviously, but it feels cringe to have done that as a 23 year old. That was my weekend plans. It's cringe when my weekend plans sound a lot, a lot sad <laughs> in a sense that as a 23 year old, I should probably go out more. You know,、um, <laughs> other than that,、um, pretty exciting things happening. I'm getting more involved within the school, and the key involvement actually kind of starts with me just always being there. <laughs> it's also because, well, to me, like, it's not just an excuse. I'm not making excuses for this, but essentially, I really like being in school because I actually get work done, but also, like, I have gotten to have conversations with many people who've become, who really made me feel like we think in a similar wavelength, even though we're not interested in similar specific eras or whatever. If that makes sense.、Um, I really hope so. And I. So, today's episode is, it does not have a very particular way I'm going with it. It's just rather me ranting, which is, which, is, which is essentially what I do every week. And it's been going on for the past three weeks. And I'm so happy that no one has called me on on it.、Um, call me out. We don't say call me out. Anyway, yes, but for this week, and for those of who. Who doesn't know? It's I'm usually. I don't do quite well with politics, to be to be honest with you.、Um, one of the reasons I I knew because I I used to dabble with the idea of me becoming a lawyer, which is just a, a funny thought、um, in my brain now. With, with the path that I have in mind now, I just can never imagine myself ever becoming a lawyer. But when I was younger, I, I really wanted to become one. I just really craved、um, to stand for social injustice. And I used to religiously believe in my dear old friend, <laughs> Callie from the Fosters. And I was just. Especially because she used to be called complicated, and I used to be called complicated, even though we, did, we had like remotely extremely different、um, family backgrounds. I, I still felt very connected to that character, and it was intense to just. So, so essentially, I was like, oh, she's, she's, she's gonna study law, so I'm gonna study law. But yeah, glad that didn't work out because it would never. I, I don't. Do well with politics. I I can't. I, even though I know bad people exist in the world, and a lot of times I see them on a day to day basis, but it's just. I still can't fathom whenever someone does anything unkind, even though I know that they're out there. And so I couldn't go through that on 
<laughs> you know, like getting to work and knowing that I might, I might have to um, defend someone who is not in the right, or worse comes worse, I I lost the case. I would literally, yeah. Anyway, like a lot of backlash, but that would not work with my personality at all. So I picked English, which is essentially, hear me out. <laughs> you argue a lot, <laughs> and at times, it, what, what's hilarious is that a lot of times I had to prove many things to my own professors, which is interesting, but not my favorite. Anyway, um, so today I kind of. With this whole argument about me not being political, is that I can't directly address what's going on down there and what are my people going through because I don't know how to frame it when it's not from a place of anger and just disappointment of. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So and a lot of it roots from. It's a very personal thing because. A, I'm a woman. B, I'm a Persian woman from Iran. And C, as a 23-year-old feminist woman, it's just it's it's difficult to to find an angle where my anger, as a form of emotion, does not overpower my valid argument and I again with the romantic angle I've read a lot of um, romantics where they they argue brilliant things but they're so angry that that brilliance is really underlined by that anger and massive emotion in um, their text so instead of that I want to tell you how I'm feeling selfishly trying to put words into the anger that lives in me um, that I can't essentially pinpoint it but and I can't really show it because then I become the angry not so sane woman in my field and um, I just met everyone in there so I'm, I'm trying to really really put myself through this without <laughs> without being quote-unquote overly emotional so I find my podcast to be a safe space so I'm just gonna tell you a little bit about how I'm feeling today and I hope that resonates with you listener out there or actually I hope it doesn't I hope you're you you're happy but (laughs) if it resonates with you I'm glad you're here so here's to episode 24 of letters never sent. Letter number 24. To whom it may concern. I never understood it's actually very difficult to fathom the question that why do we find it difficult to just be our real selves around new people and 
it's very interesting because I tried to trace it back to the very first time that I was worried how someone thought about me and I wanted their validation and what's hilarious is that I, I, I can't remember when it started I just assume it was around elementary school because I don't remember it being like that in kindergarten especially the, the ones that we might be remotely interested more in them just as it as company you know as new friends and I don't know if anybody else is like that but I'm like that I there are times when I when I meet a person and I I exactly know if I want them more actively in my life or I just like them as a colleague and it's so weird because I don't treat them differently and because if you did that would be a bit rude <laughs> precisely like in and not not physical treatment per se but just or like emotional treatment it's rather like how much I am willing to spend time with them kind of waste time with them in a perfect sense and share things with them and I'm not even gonna bring the fact that based on my trauma alone I overshare just to feel part of a crowd but that's not what we hear today and sometimes that that connection can sincerely be from a smile you know they smile at you and you know (laughs) and yes i don't believe in love at first sight because you don't know if you will love that person that's that's untrue because when especially when it comes to relationships because a lot of times people are perfect for you as a friend but none of you would work together as more than that you know another thing another question among many that i've been thinking about recently it's what's rather uncertain uncommon or just weird (laughs) is the thinking that one knows before something (laughs) is about to change as though there is an uncommon sensation transferring through one's body is there something that is moving shifting evolving but you can't quite point towards it you don't know what is it exactly you don't know if it is the bravery you virtually witness in all the women of your country your potential sisters and brothers risking their lives to achieve their dream a dream that is simply your life and then you start questioning you know what am i who am i to question and doubt my place in the world selfishly who am i to dismiss this much power given to me i go on and on and it all comes down to like how i felt about the aristocrat blue stockings living their lives in their bourgeoisie bubbles 
though it appears a bit harsh, but that's what essentially was happening, is that they dismissed other, in my humble opinion, dismissed other women out there. Their, their movements, revolutionary, but it dismissed many women out there. And it's not their fault. They were they were living. They were doing as much as they could have. Some could argue otherwise, but we're not here for that. And there's so much that comes within that ignorance of other lives. Their doings only included mostly women of their own class. But what about others? What about other women, men? Who express or who couldn't even express their emotions let alone their true identities what about my brothers and sisters who were raised to believe that there's only one right way to be what about them who have to choose between their truth and their lives sometimes writing a good ending is an excruciating pain so I will let this poem of mine be delight to your day. Pessimists say that the chances of finding your soulmate could be a million to none. Then I say, invest all that passion in yourself, who you know will be there until the finishing line. Sincerely, Namaste.